This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, this is Alex, and you're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It is Wednesday, February 3rd, and the U.S. Senate just passed President Biden's stimulus package without any Republican votes. The market should like the free money, but I'm interested to see if investors care about the lack of bipartisanship. The stock market even in its uniqueness, still has a tendency to repeat movements given the correct circumstances. One of those circumstances follows the lone wolf signal and could be very profitable if done correctly. Stay tuned. You really don't have to know much to make money in the stock market. That's something that I always thought was very strange because the market is so dynamic and involves so many big players and involves money, which is so emotionally charged and so mysterious for a lot of people. But the reality of it is you really don't need to know a lot. You only need to know about 5% of the skills necessary to find opportunities to make money in the stock market. What kills a lot of people and a lot of traders is that 95%. Not knowing how to think and, and how to frame their mindset around trading and investing. That's what you'll get from my Instagram page. That 95%. You come to this podcast every day looking for that 5%. And hey, I give it to you. From trading strategies to terminologies to the Market Adventures Trading School, I give you all that I have for that 5%. But that 95%, you're going to get that from that Instagram page. From mindset to quotes to to just ways to think about the market and to think about money, you're going to want to get that. And you're going to need that if you really plan on having a long-term success in the stock market. So, Make sure you go to Instagram at Market Adventures Podcast. Before you do anything else today, go like that page, go follow, and turn on post notifications so that as you start to look to take some money out of the markets, be you a beginner or an advanced trader, you make sure that you have 95% of yourself locked and loaded and ready to make some money. Price generally moves in trends, which you already know, I'm sure. Similarly, though, stocks in a particular class or sector tend to move in trends as well, almost simultaneously. For example, if Facebook has a good day, 9 times out of 10, so does Snapchat and Pinterest. If American Airlines has a bad day, typically so does JetBlue, Southwest, and other airlines. But what happens when a stock in a particular sector or group moves in contrast to the broader movement of its brethren stocks? Here's an example. AMD belongs to the semiconductor group. 
They, like Intel, Qualcomm, and NVIDIA, create technology chips and other hardware. I follow the individual stocks as well as the semiconductor ETF, the ticker symbol SMH. Now, for the first three weeks of January, roughly, the S&P moved higher continuously. It just melted up. The SMH uh, ETF moved higher as well in the same fashion. It melted up slowly. And the larger semiconductor stocks moved higher. Intel, NVIDIA, um, and even Qualcomm all moved higher. However, AMD turned lower about halfway through the month. On the 10th, 11th, and 12th, we started to notice some weakness in AMD. It moved alone to the downside while the group kept moving higher and higher with the broader market. I decided to short AMD with put options. Now, the final week and a half saw the broader market start to come down. So around the 20th, the broader market started to show some weakness and come down. The semiconductors group also began to fall lower. AMD, of course, led the way down. I chose to use options on the downside, but there are many ways and strategies that could have been applied. I could have gotten a call credit spread on AMD when I noticed its weakness relative to the group, which means I could have sold somebody else a call option when I noticed that AMD was not going to keep going up because it was weak. Uh, I also could have done what I did, get put options, naked put options. But if I had a long position on AMD, I would have wanted to start taking profits because the minute I noticed that stock begin to move against its broader market, uh, its sector and the broader market, then I know it's showing some weakness. And this can be done to the uh, downside or the upside. Now, there are many reasons for this to happen. And this is not to say that it always happens in this way or that it happens regularly. It's just something to look for. It's just a signal. Now, sometimes the laggards get a rush and rise or fall to me with the group. For example, AMD could have been lagging behind and you know buyers could have noticed that, jumped on the stock, and that would have pushed the prices up to catch up to the rest of the sector. But the buyers did not show up. Hence why I went short on the stock. Now, news could have come out on AMD and just didn't hit the wire. Because remember, retail traders get news later than uh, institutional investors and insiders. So maybe the insiders in the company or the institutional investors with larger holdings heard some news on Intel, I mean, not on Intel, on AMD, that didn't hit the market yet, and they began selling before anybody else was the wiser. So that could have been why. And there could have just been some kind of fundamental change in the company that led investors to feel that they they wanted to start to take some profits on the company as well. So there are a lot of different reasons, but whatever the reason, using this signal when trading can present a lot of opportunities to enter or a lot of red flags to begin to exit. It can also serve as a screen for your watch list when you're looking for future plays at night. So if I'm looking for a play on Apple, I want to look at all the other, uh, I would say I would look at communications, but I would mostly look at the the major tech sector ETFs as the, the, the broader group. And I would also use the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, right, as my, or the QQQ as my broader market, right? Because if Apple has some weakness, which it was, I did a put option on Apple uh, about a week ago as well. 
Apple was showing weakness when the broader mark was going up, and so was the NASDAQ uh, or the QQQ. They were all going up, and Apple was going sideways. So the minute that both of those um, larger-scale ETFs and, and funds, the minute that they hit resistance and begin to come down, it's going to be those stocks that weren't following along that are going to be hit the hardest, right? They're going to accelerate the most on the downside because there were no buyers that showed up to join in on the rally, which means the sellers are going to come in heavier when the broader market starts to come down. So that's just something to consider. I call it the lone wolf trading strategy. It's not really a hidden strategy. It's something that a lot of um, very in, in very experienced investors notice, but a lot of retail investors and inexperienced investors actually do the opposite, right? They'll see something lagging behind the sector and they'll jump on and try to buy it and wonder why they they lost their money. Or they'll jump on and try to sell it and why don't wonder why they lost their money. Seeing things like that and understanding how um, stocks within a sector move in relation to its brethren stocks and watching and understanding the particular company you're dealing with gives you an upper edge in the market when you start trading and allows you a lot of financial opportunities to pull some money out of the markets. And the countdown continues. My birthday is only 12 days away. What's the easiest birthday gifts that you can give to somebody? Well, listen, I'm glad you asked. You could invite a friend to listen to your favorite episode by sharing the show. There's follow the Instagram page at Market Adventures Podcast. That's another cool way to get you some major bonus points. But probably the greatest thing that you can do is leave a two to five word review along with five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now to allow me and this show and us as a community to rank higher and to get in front of more people so we can share this information. Now, those are some great gift ideas. Now, on your way out of this pod, I want to leave you with a message. Wherever you are in life and whatever you do, don't ask for security. Always seek adventure. Adventure.